0: be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. Okay. We've been here before. Yeah? We've been here before. Yeah. Ash Wednesday, uh, year after year, these are, these are always the readings for us, and, uh, and the prayers remain the same. And uh, the season, I think, uh, probably feels a bit different. I don't know if that's depending on, on our mood or our state or our stage in life or whatever it may be, but uh, Lent always comes at a time when we need it. Yeah? And, you know, I think... Um, is some of my probably mid-morning ponderings as I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't really need Lent this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The rest of it feels kind of like Lent. You know, like, why do I need, why do we need Lent this year? And then I start to think, okay, well, what are, you, what are you doing in Lent this year? Right, so I start to review my kind of common Lenten practices Right? Or oh, they all fit within the categories. Yeah, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Got to commit to something. I know it, right? So I s- start reviewing. This is probably early morning meanderings. I said mid morning, but this is probably early morning meanderings today. And I start thinking of the things, all the things, right, that I can do prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And you know what I think? I don't really want to do any of those. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. Okay? And then I, I realize. You need Lent, buddy. <laughs> you, need, you need a Lent right now. That's what, that's what you need. So this is it. This is the, the graced season of Lent. Yeah, where we know, even when we set challenge, challenging practices for ourselves, these penitential practices, we take on something in prayer, you know, a bit of an increase, right? What does that mean? I don't know. A bit of an increase in time, maybe a new devotion. Maybe more attention to the fact that. Um, even when we pray, even when we set aside time for prayer, we're not all that focused on it. We're focused on something else. Maybe maybe an increase in our intense, intensity, some intentionality. I start to think about fasting, right? What am I giving up? One of the first, one of the first things I did this morning was change my phone. This is so silly, but I changed my phone to uh, put the color filters on. Okay, so it's it's in grayscale now. I have almost no interest in my phone right now. You know, this is like a, this is a great thing. You know, you realize all the psychology that goes into the colors on the screen and the arrangement of icons and all the rest. Just hit that grayscale button, and it's all like okay, you've, it's lost its it's lost its grip. But I want I to attribute that to you know um, whatever those what a, accessibility options. Right? I'm going to attribute that also to to the grace of uh, of Lent right, the the grace of this season, where um, God, for my good, is calling me to focus on him and enabling me to do it, yeah, many other, many other small penances besides, but fasting is an interesting thing, right, because, you know, I think one of my, one of my kind of shorthand definitions of of fasting is giving stuff up, okay, and part of the giving stuff up is not indulging ourselves, Right, not, not indulging every desire that I have. Can you imagine? You know, can you imagine? You better start imagining people because this is Father Daniel's Lent now, okay? We're gonna, we're gonna, in fact, we're going to see if we have the heart for it as we go about our day thinking, I'm not going to indulge every desire that I have. We'll start to see just how unruly our desires are and how they have possession of us. It's not, the, it's not the other way around, right? It's a, we're always kind of grasping or groping for this thing or that thing or the other thing. We're always looking for satisfaction, whatever. We realize that we're being controlled by our passions. You know, we're, not, we're not in the driver's seat the way that we think we are. Um, okay, so fasting, right? Give something up. By the way, this is what you're doing. I didn't say this is what I'm doing, but this is also what you're doing. You're praying and you're fasting and you're giving alms. I had someone ask me today, Father, I mean, you know that I've been without work for a long time, so how do I give alms? How do, and how do, you know, because the sense is we go to 10%, we're tithing, we're going beyond that, we're giving alms, okay? But, and he's saying, I'm not even starting, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not even, I'm not going to, I say, okay, look, the point is generosity, okay? And I said, like, the real, the real part of this is to cultivate a generosity of spirit but do you ever you ever talk to someone who is um, who you, who you've come to see or regard as being someone who's generous they have a generosity of spirit do you want to know what do you know want to, want to know what their lives look like they give everything away <laughs> right so now which comes first the chicken or the egg yeah i don't, I don't know what it is is it is a generosity of spirit that comes before you start you know being reckless with your material possessions or are you reckless with your material possessions and you grow into generosity of spirit? The great thing is we don't have to answer the question. We just have to do both. You know? <laughs> so we're going to do both. We're, gonna, we're going to be generous. We're going to give alms. So this is why I say, like, the fir- it's always the best on uh, Ash Wednesday. I can say, we're going to give alms and cultivate a cultivated, generous spirit. And the first way that we're going to do that is that you are going to listen to a long homily right, because this is it, right, you, you get to be generous with me now, right, one of the ways that generosity shows up is patient love, yeah, and you, and you may or may not realize this is my fifth time preaching today, right, I've hardly been out of the church, okay, so if I've lost my mind, a, no, if I've lost my filter a little bit, then you'll, you'll understand, but all the while, you get to be generous, right generosity in terms of the read of the other, right? So do you look up there and say, that guy just likes the sound of his own voice? Or do you say, that guy, really, that guy loves us enough to, like, push it when it's past his bedtime on the first day of, you know, the first day of Lent. Okay, whatever. How are we, it's generous inside and outside, right? And we're going, we're going to get there by committing ourselves to specific works. I know works in the Christian world is sometimes a dirty word, but... We have to commit ourselves to works. We are heaven and earth beings, which means that if all we ever have is the best of intentions, we haven't, done, we haven't done enough. We haven't lived to the call. Because the call is to have all the right motivations and then to do all the right things so as to bring, so, so as not simply to say, um, have our heads in the clouds. Having our heads in the clouds, okay, can be a good thing. We want to have our minds focused on the things of heaven, especially... The nature of God the, and his radical generosity. Okay, so we're going to think of the fact that you know, everything was created by God out of love, right? God, God is perfect in himself. He has no need for anything that he creates. So his act of creation is to love. It's not out, it's not out of necessity. He doesn't need us. His, the free gift of creation is an act of love. And his making me and you is an act of love. It's an act of charity. Do we have that vision of God or no? We struggle to have that vision of God think of God as like an angry taskmaster right or a school teacher you know here's the final exam right you're going to get graded on this no no you are going to get graded on <laughs> yeah, yeah. we we can lose sight of the grade of the thing because the activity is significant enough to be done for its own accord right so god has called us into life out of love so that we could be vehicles of love for his world. That's the role that human beings play in his creation. So if all we do is think about the things of God, right? no matter how well we think about them, if we're not actually bringing his love to life in the world, then we're falling short of the human vocation. It does work the other way as well, right? To say, you'd be the best person in the world, but if it's not all channeled into praise of God, then we're falling short of our full flourishing. And the season of Lent, just as, of course, the whole season of our life, but the season of Lent is given to us to be a particular focus on our full flourishing. And the full flourishing comes by our tapping into God, the power of heaven, God's own life of love, and channeling that love for the people around us. Yeah? And as we make our way through the Lenten season, then committed to these works of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, we can't lose sight of the fact that it's all the, the whole time, this whole blessed time is given to us, so that we could mirror God in his radical generosity. Okay, prayer, generosity to generosity to God, right? What do I mean, going beyond yourself, stretching, right? allowing him to stretch you, right? Going beyond ourselves, what, Lo- love of neighbor, right? Almsgiving, we're gonna go beyond ourselves. You have to go beyond, we have to get out of our comfort zone. We wanna grow, we wanna stretch. Right, when was the last time you stretched and it felt good as you were doing it? It's not it doesn't feel that good, right? But you have but you go you're going, hopefully you're you know, with a with a licensed professional and the rest, you could you know you could you can make some real progress there, okay? But we're gonna stretch with God this season, right? We're gonna respond to his call to live into his holiness, to bring his love to life. Right, to live to our full flourishing. And that's what the season is. That's what This is what the season in, is intended for. But we commit ourselves in every practical way, giving God the opportunity to affect to that renewal in us, right, so that we can be constantly turned towards Him and outwards in love for our neighbor. And so the call, really, I'll give the, la- I'll give the last word to the guy who speaks the first word, right, today, the book of the prophet Joel. Terribly significant for us. This is what Lent is about. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart. Return to me with your whole heart. My, my reflections leading up to, to Lent now and into the season are smallness and sincerity. Okay? And this is how we return to God with our whole heart. Smallness, we do. yes, do something, prayer fasting, and almsgiving. Don't make it so big that you're tempted to tell anybody about it. In fact, make it so small, make them so small, the things that you do, that you're embarrassed to tell someone about it. And then maybe you can share it, and you can be embarrassed and you're not going to lose traction, you know, because it's you're not exactly inflating the ego there. Okay? Smallness, sincerity. Let's put our hearts into it. Right? This is a this is a Mother Teresa adage, right? Not not everyone can do great things, but we can all do small things with great love. We all get to channel the life of heaven. And so we're going to commit ourselves to God and going his way and the rest. We're going to come to him with open hearts. We're going to return to him with our whole heart so that he can can occupy our whole heart, our whole mind, our imagination, and we can pour ourselves out with his strength in his service.